Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. CR 855am digital3cr.org.au Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. 3CR broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present and acknowledging our LGBTI elders too for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land. Well, Christ, it's, it's midnight. Christ, it's 30 degrees outside. I think that sums up um, southeastern Australia for most of the last few days. Um, very nicely, Dave Steele from um, the album Bitter Street, um, his first solo album after leaving weddings, parties, anything. And, well, it is the last out of the pan for 2015 before I um, help 3CR run down my annual leave balance during January. Um, yeah, right. Um, what is it? Um, hourly rate times number of hours of leave. Hmm, what's the hourly rate? Anyway, let's not go there. But um, seriously, um, yes, um, an amazing busy year. So I'm going to have a look back at a few incidents that have made up the year, but also um, also have a look at um, some of the things of the last week. And they will include the Seven Sisters Festival, a story that broke um, late last Sunday, which well, has a reasonably happy ending, um, as far as I can tell. Um, so we'll take that. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, have a look at some of the stories of the year in trans terms, um, by terms as well. Um, just have a bit of a wrap-up, as I suppose one does generally at this time of year. Um, if you want to get in touch with the program, lots of ways to do it, of course. Um, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. Um, text 61 401 078 981. Look for me on Facebook, um, Sally Goldner, or the Out of the Pan page, or tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. Um, so, yeah, what's been going on in the last week? Well, that has been the Seven Sisters Festival, a women's festival um, to due to happen on the Mornington Peninsula in March next year. And a trans woman um, wrote to them and said, um, if she was asked if she was able to attend and got a reply back saying only if you've had surgery. Um, and um, that obviously sparked a very intense debate. Now let's stop and pause there. Wouldn't it be nice if it could all be calm? But when you feel like you're being denied and unaffirmed on such a, a what is still a very intense journey um, as trans is, um, not often not so easy. And the organisers were then accused of deleting Facebook posts and all that sort of thing. And, you know, there's two arguments here, and I don't have a definitive answer on this. Um, or there's a, There was complex, to be honest. Some people said they were deleting anything. Some were saying they were deleting posts that were aggressive. 
yeah, I don't like aggression either. I've learned to deal with it better in the last year, which is a saga in itself. But, um, yeah, no one likes that. Um, So, um, difficult one. And the thing that I wanted to bring up in this festival was that as this emerged throughout the week, a lot of, well, not a lot, but some trans people on Facebook were saying, oh, we're really at a tipping point um, if we've got Seven Sisters Festival, um, the Ethics Centre, which I discussed last week and we'll touch on again, um, uh, Jermaine Greer, Sheila Jeffries. Yeah, well, um, I think that we are on the cusp of some change. I'll stand by that. Um, during the week, I managed to, with my, I just put my Transgender Victoria hat on for a second. Everything else I say on this show is as, is as an individual with my teeth in. And, um, yeah, um, when it did three training sessions during the week, one at Safe Steps, a, a, show, a, a service supporting women who's, who have experienced um, the difficult issue, trigger warning, of domestic violence. They were highly receptive. They didn't need Trans 101. We were just able to get into the issues they're on the ball. Um, similarly, <clears throat> later that afternoon, went out to um, Origin Health Services, which was great as well. And then Friday, out to the city of Casey, who, despite the attack of one anti, we'll say GLBT councillor, um, I've got to say they're moving in leaps and bounds. So we are getting these bits of progress, but unfortunately, there'll be people who'll get it wrong. Now, I know what went wrong at Seven Sisters. I can't say exactly, certainly not publicly. But it was a genuine error on someone's part, and it's, to my personal opinion, the management have done something that I discussed last week, which no one seems to want to do anymore. They took responsibility, and they're saying they want to fix it, and they're trying to work out the best way, given the heat that arose. So, okay, humans make mistakes. Wise humans admit them, fix them, learn from them, prevent them happening again. So, Seven Sisters are trying to work out what went wrong. It seemed that according to the announcement that came around middle of Friday, um, that process wasn't followed. So, okay, maybe it's about making people more aware of process. And this is where I want to draw a contrast with the Ethics Centre, and I've touched on this again last week. It's about trust. Here were people who were willing to, willing to engage on a sincere and transparent basis, and even though, yes, it's a, ba- a bad mistake that happened, and I totally affirm the distress caused to the two trans women who received replies that were inappropriate, they're trying to fix it. That's fair. Whereas the Ethics Centre have refused to acknowledge they were doing what was pretty, I think, an unsatisfactory consultation in the eyes of most of the trans community uh, in that they, um, the strong allegations are that the Ethics Centre weren't listening to trans and gender diverse people and organisations. So um, I think it's difficult when you get these stories and quite interestingly, I was just having a chat to Kate from Freedom of Species for those listening live on the, to the Sunday broadcast coming up um, after this show finishes at one o'clock. The full freedom, um, the freedom um, of all species will be it. Um, the full freedom of species crew to wrap up their year. And um, yeah, um, so many parallels. You get one bad moment, you think, all right. And then a couple and you think, oh, we're back where we were. And I think given the depth of discrimination, the length, depth and breadth, you could say, of what the trans communities faced. When you get two incidents in a row where we've had, say, four in a month, Jermaine Greer, or three really, Jermaine Greer, Ethics Centre, Seven Sisters, you can think, oh, have we really got anywhere? And I think I totally get that when, you know, it's a bit like depression, you know, when you're depressed, as someone who's experienced that, can sort of forget about the good stuff in the world and be stuck in the negativity. Totally affirm the feelings, but I suppose they can pass too. 
And so I do think that we're in a better situation. A few years ago, we probably would have, wouldn't have been able to have a chance to work with a group like Seven Sisters in any process. More and more, we're seeing people like Jermaine Greer and Sheila Jeffries, or not so much the people, but the views those people express being um, quite easily taken apart for what they are. Wouldn't have happened a few years ago. So I totally acknowledge people's feelings, but I genuinely also believe we are in a better space than we were. And it is to some extent, you know, we've got to just hang in there a bit. Um, And there have been other things that have made people feel gloomy. want to look at, if we're going to look at um, sort of the year in review, I suppose there's a trans woman in America who would come into who we might be reviewing. And we'll have a chat about, I'll have a chat with you about Caitlyn Jenner um, in the next segment. In the meantime, let's have some music. I got some music um, a few weeks ago that I finally, hopefully, um, according to my CD player, managed to um, burn onto a CD. I'm old-fashioned. Um, anyway, um, it's um, Danae Kay and um, a couple of tracks that they sent me. We'll play at least one of them today. Um, touch wood, fingers crossed, um, for the final show of the year. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Whether it's hip-hop, blues, reggae, jazz, opera, roots, curry or world music you're into, 3CR's music menu is serving it up to you. You're with Music Sans Frontier, music from around Australia and around the world. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to another edition of Great Voices. You're listening to Hit Sister Hop on 3CR 855 AM. Music matters on 3CR, 12 noon every Friday. Keep these diverse tunes on the air by subscribing to 3CR. Call 9. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. It can. It will. Is it? I suppose I'm looking at that in um, the context of 2015 today. Um, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with um, Sally, uh, the final show of 2015. Um, so, just heard from, um, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, I hope I get this right, but I'll go with Danae Kay um, and the got a couple of um, tracks sent to me via email and a bl- the blurb, as one does. Um, Danae Kay, a folk-infused adult contemporary voc- duo, vocal duo ensemble. Well, that was a bit more um, rock in my opinion, but I liked it. But it certainly had unique and smooth as silk harmonies um, to create a soulful, inspiring sound. Danae Kriegler and Kai, um, it's K-A-E Roberts. I'm not sure if that's K or Kai. Um, apologies for that. Tried, just tried to have a look and for a website that might have had it, couldn't find it. And they've come together to write and perform songs that compel any lover of music to stop, take notice, and then be pulled in by the enthralling sounds and relatable lyrics. Um, They're based in America, um, or in North America, I should say, um, from one of my favourite countries, Canada. Canada always seems to to be going ahead pretty well, in my humble opinion. Um, Just had a story overnight that um, a... 
Canadian trans man has been um, been the first um, known um, 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 judge in the Canadian legal system, which is pretty cool. I know we have a, of course, Michael Kirby, retired High Court judge here, and I know there's a trans solicitor practicing in Victoria who achieved her legal qualifications late in life, which I think is good for both trans GLBTI and also for um, young people. But yeah, um, I like that one from Danae Kay. Um, a good, very enjoyable track. Let's see if I can sneak in another one before the end of the show. Um, the last one, as I say, for the year back in February. So the other, um, one of the other big stories of the year on trans, of course, has been Caitlyn Jenner. And of course, it's been picked up so much um, by mainstream media. The Danae Kay track, by the way, is called I Only Ever. And if we can sneak in constantly, my constant before the end, we will, um, has been Caitlyn Jenner, which of course has had massive media coverage. Um, and there's been debate about a lot of the aspects of Caitlyn's um, situation. Um, the positives are, yes, I think overall, personally, it's certainly generated conversation. Um, and I think, though, there's been... Um, obviously, though, you know, I have to acknowledge the other side of the story. Many people have said, well, Caitlin has privilege in terms of wealth, income and connections. Very true. And like anything where it could be more difficult, whether um, of any group, that always makes a difference. Um, the other aspect of two other aspects, one is the celebrity um, culture Kardashian status um, and... Um, and um, I think I totally get you on that. I don't watch a lot of celebrity TV either, um, except maybe for having dinner with my housemate and it's on in passing or whatever, all that sort of thing. Um, and um, the situation there is that, um, yeah, that's probably a problem. I think where there's a couple of um, um, issues, well, there's a few issues that have come up. Um, some of Caitlin's comments, and look, I don't have cable, so I haven't seen I Am Kate, but there seems to have been some comments that show a lack of understanding, if not lack of awareness or lack of awareness of privilege again on her income. And there's been a couple of comments in the last week that seem poorly thought out. I want to just throw the other side of the coin, and I often wonder if trans people end up as advocates when they don't want to. Um, you know, I'm not sure, I can't, I'm not saying that is the case for Caitlin Jenner, but. Um, sometimes, particularly when you're just at the point of transition, I don't care how much privilege you have, it's still a somewhat tumultuous time. Not necessarily bad, just tumultuous up and down. And I think to end up in that position of um, a spokesperson while you're going through your own journey can be pretty challenging. And I'd talk about that from personal experience. Um, you know, when I started advocacy in 1998, sure, I'd, I'd completed my, we'll say, outward um, social transition, as it's now called. Um, still, I'd only just started hormones, but I hadn't done a lot of personal development. I'd sort of cleared most of the trans and bi layers of confu you know, that had not been sorted out. But I hadn't done a lot of change to myself as a person to be able to handle that. And I think that Caitlyn Jenner's been ended up in this position without um, any sort of real, we'll say, mentoring or advocacy. I also bring in at this point, I think, Kate McGregor, um, who's been much quieter this year, so it seems, I think ended up in this position of being a reluctant spokesperson or advocate. A lot of people do just because they're 
high up or the first to come out in a certain walk of life they end up as that. I remember a few years ago there was the possibility of having the first trans astronaut. Now that person probably just wanted to be an astronaut yet ended up probably being interviewed about trans issues. <clears throat> so and not every trans person wants to be an advocate. I'm guessing the same as not every LGB person does or every, um, I don't want to speak for other groups but I'd be willing to say not every Indigenous person wants to be or every disabled person and so on. So, um, yeah, let's sort of be a little compassionate on that front. And if someone slips but then corrects it, let's give them a shot. And I think a few times Caitlin has. Although I do notice a story here on Pink News um, where Caitlin Jenner is under fire for praying with an anti-LGBT pastor. Well, this is supposed to link to the um, um, comments in the... um, um, first segment, you know, do you try to build bridges with people or if there isn't any trust, you can't. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know enough about the person she's prayed with. Apparently he's part of the Houston anti-transgender sort of bathroom laws. May not be good, but, um, yeah, one, you know, is she is she someone who can build the bridges? It's not an easy thing to do, um, whether she can or not. I don't know. Um, and other people as well. I think though the other side of the coin, if someone's been a, an advocate for a long time and doesn't do personal growth, or if they're prominent in a community position, even if they're not using the term advocate, and they don't change and we hear the same stories, I think we have a right to then ask questions about who they can claim to speak for. It's not an easy thing to do, said the person who realised a few years back quite clearly that my life's mission was to sort of do queer advocacy. Um, yeah, um, in the words, was it Daffy Duck who said, me and my generous impulses? Um, but no, I, I do it, and I have my down days on it too. I try to keep learning as well. Um, so, yeah, no easy answers, I don't think, there. Um, and, um, yeah, um, which what to do, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but let's try and be a little forgiving and patient as to within limits on people who are willing to stand up. On a different issue to end the year, during the week I did hop out, um, um, hop into the, um, the city for a forum or a panel at Trades Hall to mark the start of a campaign to decriminalise sex work. And, um, you know, it was interesting having a, a chat with the always wise Kate Elliott from Freedom Species before the show, how much parallels there are and how com- things start at the grassroots and then mainstream media pick them up. Well, in a way, when people in positions of influence can work with groups that face um, a lack of equity, might be one way to put it, it's really helpful. And so it was good to see at this forum Martin Foley, Minister for Equality, who seems very passionate about this issue of equal rights for sex workers, which is most welcome. Um, Of course, lots happening on the LGBTI front this year in Victoria with the end of Section 19 um, criminalising HIV and... Um, we'll say reasonably good progress on same-sex adoption apart from the religious exemptions and the government has got that rolling and also processes underway for birth certificate reform. Um, so he's passionate. Fiona Patton from the Sex Party was there, um, which kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Um, and, of course, Jane Green, who I've got to get onto the show early next year, from Vixen and Scarlet Alliance, who's um, you know really put, puts it across well. And... Um, we'll um, check out some resources um, on how to be an ally to sex workers. Didn't get a chance to ask that question, but Scarlet Alliance's website um, I've had a brief look at and it's really good. So there's some 
holiday homework for us all um, if we want to be allies to those who truly represent sex worker voices. And Martin was quite clear on that, that this has to be driven by the people themselves, not others who think they have a right to run their li- other people's lives. Interesting on that note, um, while I've been, the emails have been coming in, um, Pink News, Jermaine Greer's at it again. I'm not going to repeat her comments. Um, someone said, I have to agree, I've heard this so many times, it's hard to get by, but she's very good at manipulating the media to get what she wants. Well, I think the fact that manipulation is what's happening is part of the problem. And, um, yeah, um, let's come from a place of sincerity and heart rather than from a manipulative mind any day, and I think we'll be in a better position. All right, um, let's roll on with the um, um, the queerish music, if I can. Um, having some technical hitches here. Um, let's... Um, Go to another Christmas track that mentions um, the heat on. I know it's hard not to mention. Probably we're getting close, hopefully, to a cool change. Um, Have a look at that during the next track for those listening live. Um, But here's a track that mentions the holiday season. Cold Chisel from their very first album, the eponymous album, plain language self-titled from um, about 1978, Home and Broken Hearted. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Chisels for Christmas, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues. Cold Chisel, home and brokenhearted. Um, hope you aren't too brokenhearted over Christmas. It can be a difficult time, and on a serious note, make sure you utilise the services of Switchboard, combining with QLife around Australia. Um, Switchboard in Victoria, 03 or perhaps outside of Melbourne Metro, 1-800-184-527, and you can link in to all of the various services um, around um, Australia, um, similar to Switchboard um, in the other four, we'll say, mainland states. Had had a a tweet in um, from Linda, one of our um, frequent listeners. Of course, we don't have regular listeners at 3CR. We have amazing listeners. Um, who says it was a helpful discussion on asking people to be trans advocates, had an early stage transition friend speak to students, and the situation was that was to inform about trans matters. The class went well. It was about 10 years ago. Um, This week, a parent of a student present said how powerful um, that um, it was, and it was useful learning, and the speaker said it had been harder to do than expected and didn't want to do more. And so um, Linda says it's a complex issue catering for a speaker's essential well-being and educational opportunities. Yeah, that's a f- all fair call, you know, and I suppose the first thing is people have to want to do it. I personally think one possibility is to try and, you know, do babies, a bit like anything, I suppose the proverbial baby steps can be helpful. Um, and I'm not sure if that's another, yes, another tweet from Linda, preparing the speaker with outside resources and support matters. Whose role is that, both to do it? I think it's a joint responsibility. I think the person perhaps doing the inviting needs to make sure there's good process, that um, if someone isn't prepared, um, that they have the right to decline to answer a question. This happens out at the Community Encounters Program at the Police Academy, where a whole group of communities go out and mingle with new police recruits and PSO, um, protective service officer recruits, 
um, and um, um, yeah, and the, the you know it's a sort of this is um, often been referred to as a um, cross between speed dating and a living library book, but it's about where recruits get to ask questions of um, people um, from a range of communities. But we have the right to refuse to answer a question, and there's some that I would, and in most circumstances reasonably so. I think for um, one example, um, in 99% of cases, asking about someone's surgical status is, of course, inappropriate. Um, you know, sort of um, the possible exception might be if it's something, if it's a session that's there to talk about intimacy and relationships, then perhaps talking about that in abstract is reasonable. You know, um, of course, it won't make a difference if you love a person, but it may be something to communicate about, which always makes for good relationships. Um, the other side of it, though, is um, you've got to know, um, you know, your own limits doing advocacy. You're, in, you're still a human being. Um, like everyone else, and you've got a right to say no to do something. Um, I would, to be quite honest, prefer not to be debating people like Sheila Jeffries or Jermaine Green, not because I want to shut them down. It's just that it's a, it's an absolute waste of time um, trying to get any dialogue going, and it just becomes a position of, um, you know, sort of um, um, two people marking their corners, so to speak, based on experience. And I know other people in queer, sex-positive type of fields who just will say no to debate with some of these people because they're outright abusive and won't follow good process. So that's important. But even at a basic level, it's useful. I know a couple of trans advocates started off doing simpler things. I mean, being this, um, being on 3CR or Joy or something like that is a good place to start to learn about the interview technique, um, but I wouldn't rush onto an interview with Alan Jones or someone like that if I can be a little dry-humoured about it. So perfectly fair call. Um, what's happened for other groups that this show represents throughout the year? By and Polly, steady progress. Um, got to get some good news um, going that um, for the bi community, um, one of our big frustrations is being singled out for heckling in Pride March um, virtually every year we've marched, either as first as Bi Victoria, then as Bisexual Alliance Victoria from 2006 up to last year. And I understand some bi people I wasn't able to get there met with the Kamish, Ro Allen, um, during the week. And Ro was horrified that this was happening. And apparently other groups have been singled out as well. And I think this is pretty easy to resolve. I just think that anyone who turns up to Pride March to heckle a particular group, sure, a few years ago we had the funny person on the tram stop, um, the Christian type, um, and I remember, I can't find the clip anymore where someone um, says to the police who would bring a ladder to help him down, let him jump, God will save him. But anyway, um, okay, they're, they, you know, just, hey, no, thank you. But um, I think for anyone who wants to come along and single out a particular group at Pride Much, just keep it to yourself. Cheer your heads off for the, um, you know, the ones you want, you, you care about, um, as far as I'm concerned. But um, don't come along and heckle. I mean, that's just silly. And if you if you can't not heckle, don't turn up. I think I'd rather have fewer num- a few fewer numbers at Pride Much than somebody who comes along who's biphobic or heckles a particular political party. I mean, I suppose it's obvious to make the comparison to Russia where they can't have a Pride March. Um, let's be grateful we can have one and that so many groups from, of all sorts, even if we don't agree totally with everything they say and do, can be there. So, yeah, 
Um, good to see a bit of progress for bi people, but it still does seem that there's biphobia, um, even amongst younger people. It's shifting, but still not quite there. And so this is, again, about equity within LGBTI. Polyamory beginning to shift, but I think sort of um, got um, thinking along the lines of, gosh, you know, we're still, when an issue emerges, people will try to take it on as the new trend or something. And trans, I think, One of the things about the Ethics Centre was they saw an opportunity to get bums on seats rather than really caring about trans people, Um, and that's a really poor motive. Um, And polyamory might be in a little bit of the same boat. Suddenly, my Google Alerts polyamorous is coming up with more stories than it did, but some of them are a bit shallow and sensationalist. But, of course, people are beginning to speak out around the world, um, which is most welcome including that um, trooper here in Victoria, Anne Hunter, who has um, come back as president of Polyvic, I should hasten to add. Um, So um, good on you, Anne, for um, keeping Polyvic afloat. Um, And well done to Mero Little Fox for her work as president in difficult times over the last few years. So, yeah, this seems to happen with issues and communities that emerge that unfortunately people will sensationalise or trivialise or make them shallow, and that's not on. Um, but I think, you know, I, look, I suppose it is fair to say that gay and lesbian, at least, there's been a lot of progress, um, of course, over time. And so sometimes you've sort of got to try and ways, find ways to gently push through or go over, under, around, um, metamorphosize or something like that. And it can be done. So, um, yeah, distance to travel, um, still stigma, but I think it all is moving. All right, let's hit the musical buttons. Um and I'm going to toss up myself which one to play, um, just so we can mix the warm weather with the traditional, I think we've got to play this old favourite, um, from Colin Buchanan. And um, it's his Australian version of Jingle Bells. Um, so from the album Hard Times, which emerged back in 1992. Gosh, I need to get update my music collection, but I'm sticking to this one. Um, Colin Buchanan on 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Why Gender is a group for trans and genderqueer questioning young people and friends. Why Gender run social events and have monthly meetings in the city. Check us out on Facebook or see ygender.com for more info. Ygender.com. Words out. Freedom of species has hit the airwaves. Tune in for debates and updates on both local and international animal protection news and events and learn about how you can live a cruelty-free, sustainable lifestyle. News, views and non-leather shoes. That's Freedom of Species, 1pm Sundays on 3CR. Authorised by the last few remaining kangaroos, Canberra. Hop, hop. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon for the last time in 2015, back in February. Um, Try saying that three times quickly um, with a mouthful of cheese. Back in February. I love saying that. Anyway, um, better start wrapping up for the year. Um, Lots of things to do and say. Um, um, Events coming up, though. 
important at this time of year that people can get some degree of support. Um, it can be a difficult time of year, um, heat or otherwise. Um, of course, we've had our fair share of heat in the last few days weather-wise here in southeastern Australia in particular, but in other parts of the broad brown land as well. And, um, yeah, um, so there are some things coming up. The buy discussion group is on this Tuesday. It's not too close to Christmas. So it's on. It's on as per usual at the Parkview, 7 for 7.30, but my guess is peeps will be there early. Um, for those um, listening live, it seems that the um, call change has begun to reach the city at least, um, which is most welcome. Um, um, may the deity of air conditioning continue to do its best, although let's do it in an environmentally friendly ways. Um, but yeah, by discussion group on at the Parkview this Tuesday, the 22nd of December. Um, not sure about January at this stage. Watch um, watch for Facebook or if you're on the Melb by chat, yes, a Yahoo group. Some of them still exist um, for those not on Facebook. Um, Bent TV should be rolling through um, on uh, each week. Um, it would be on um, Christmas night, Friday this week. And po the Poly Social is on as um, normal and sort of officially this year. Apparently people have just done their own thing in previous years. Um, but it's on and it's at the Terminus Clifton Hill, which is um, um, in the title of a Jeff Healy song, Full Circle, was there in about 2004. Um, back again. Um, and the 10th of January is Sunday the 10th um, is the Polly and By and Friends Picnic. And I want to emphasise that and Friends. Look, um, so long as you're supportive, just come along and picnic with us and have a chat and do some binary busting and all that sort of thing and um, have food and drink and sit in the shade. Um, it will be on at Darling Gardens in Clifton Hill. Um, of course, Midsummer then gets underway. on uh, Officially on the 17th is Carnival Day, but as is now the case, the events spread out sort of from about the 10th through to the 7th of February. Pride is on the 31st of January, um, and then things go through. There's mounts of events coming up. Watch for an exciting all-genders water polo match, which you could be a part of. I'll put stuff on Facebook over the next month. Um, there's all sorts of things, as well as the main events, the usual great range of visual arts and performances. The Midsummer Guide is online, um, or if you're an oldie like me, um, there's a paper version, but also a lift-out guide in the middle, which just has everything by date, which my chronological left brain is very in favour of. Um, so midsummer coming up, all the usual events. Um, another thing coming up in terms of pub talks, which I'm having, a, if I can use the term, a professional squeegasm about, is um, on the Thursday, the 14th of January, is um, yours truly, along with... Clementine Ford, woo, woo, moderator, yay all genders, Clementine, um, Fury Jongler and Marco Fink talking trans and gender diverse. Now, I mean, this is one of those moments where you go, gee, I love what I, this is what I love doing advocacy, despite any trials and tribulations mentioned earlier, because, wow, a panel with those three people, you sort of sit there and, woo. Anyway, um, in a professional sense. Um, so anyway, better wrap up the year, I'll start doing that um, in the remaining time before Freedom of Species come in. As always, I want to thank the 3CR staff um, who are just so supportive of all the crew here um, through um, all sorts of things. Um, Gab, Marion, Loretta, um, Leanne and all crew, and crew got a nice um, card from Leanne. Hope to do some training um, for some 3CR noobs next year. Um, in terms, hopefully, in terms of program presenting, but of course, um, 
people will say, just as long as you don't tell them to play country music. Uh, we'll work on that. It's part of diversity. Uh, anyway, um, so got to thank the staff and the volunteers and, of course, some difficult issues in November. But the station is shining through next year, of course. It's our 40th. There'll be a party, 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 party. But um, gearing up for that, we've got to do a big year. So um, that's probably why all of us are having a break, because we've got to really um, sort of um, rock out. Um, Yeah. Um, So um, definitely thanks to everyone at 3CR for their teamwork and support and just um, radical radio comradeship, um, sowing the seeds of queer descent. That's us here, um, because we can. Um, thanks always to the crew from Out of the Blue for all their fun um, as we cross over. And, of course, Freedom of Species coming up next. Um, Kate, Emma, Roy and all the crew, um, thank you um, for your support. Um, had a nice card from Ruth, which I think has got to be a way to wrap up the year. It talks about um, that um, she's someone who I think it's fair to say identifies as part of um, Out of the Pan's listenership in a very close way. Um and she says that um, going through her 20s when things weren't as difficult is now not a waste because things do seem to be um, moving, um, you know, sort of in the right direction. And, um, and um, you know, that um, um, she says she hopes not to grow old in boring times. Um, and then, um, you know, and I don't think we are, as I said earlier, I genuinely think things are progressive and... Um, you know, that um, people, um, you know, will keep progressing. I think we will. Um, some people, she says, I wonder how, I, how I, um, you know, that pe- um, the show leaves me feeling I have survived and wonder how I still do. Well, resilience, strength um, of the rainbow and similar families, I think, is um, knows no boundaries um, to you. It's pan-resistance, knowing no boundaries of resistance or something um, so thanks for your support throughout the year, Ruth. Um, good to have a chat with you on the phone during the week as well. Um, and yes, it's a great card with a sort of, I'm not sure what how you, what you'd call the design, a sort of um, crafted heart on the front, not just printed, which, um, and yes, it should be pan love, knowing no boundaries of love, which is a damn good thing. Um, once again, um, if you're feeling a bit isolated over the holiday break, um, got to mention the numbers for Switchboard and QLife. Um, which are really, really important. Um, yeah, nine double six three two nine three nine one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. So thoughts on the year. You know, look, as I said earlier, we have these moments where the Jermaine Greers and Sheila Jeffries in trans terms pop their or anti-trans terms pop their heads up, but it does seem like they're being pushed back down um, for more and more sensibly. I know it's annoying, but let's try to, you know, we can only mention the present and live in the present and the future uh, and influence the future. We can't necessarily change the past. And I think we've just got to keep persisting. As Calvin Coolidge said, I think we can make that difference um, with the right um, sort of approach and and make change. Um, as David Roberts said earlier on the little jingle. Um, so it is possible to keep rolling on. Um, I do think there is possibility. There's some secret squirrel stuff going on amongst bi-poly communities. I've got to say one of my highlights for the year was the interview with the Melbourne Aces early in the year. And um, they're um, sort of part of the secret, one of them wants to be part of the secret squirrel business. Um, So I genuinely think there is 
lots going on um, for for lots of progressive movements. We maybe we're hitting a sort of a bit of a resistance point, which happens. You know, you can in inverted commas the conservatives will let us have some progress, but so long as they don't lose control. Um, yeah, um, there's a saying: diplomacy is the art of letting other people have your way. How do we get what we want without and make them think they still have control? That sounds a bit subversive, doesn't it? There's something to sit and ponder over your holiday season if you're having one. Um, what else? Um, look, thank you for all your, everyone, for all the, um, all the listeners, but most of all um, for your support throughout the year, through all our ver- our varied guests um, who, you know, for me, I just, I have, sometimes it's hard for me to stay um, in role as a presenter because just some of the stories, the personal stories or the stories of creativity we've had through the year um, just leave me, um, yeah, as a, as a presenter, um, loving doing this show. So um, that's really important as well. Um, yeah, as I say, it's 3CR's 40th um, coming up in the next in the next year, so everyone gearing up for that. Um, and um, I wasn't able to get to the end of year party for 3CR a few nights back, but I um, hope that went well as well. Um, other issues throughout the year, just in the last couple of minutes. Um, yeah, um, the marriage issue rumbles on. Um, obviously, conservatives will fight that. You know, talk of a point of resistance, they'll keep fighting that. They think it's um, a big issue for them. Um, well, that's their call, I suppose. Um, but um, it's in the end, it's got to happen. There's just too much momentum. Um, watch Pride March next year for a show of solidarity on that. Um, to all my friends in Russia at this time of year, gosh, it's, I've been back. Where are we coming up for four weeks and thinking, or three weeks, sorry, and thinking of you so much? Um, it's just been, it was a remarkable experience. And to all our queer family around the world, I hope if you are listening to this show, you've some degree of connectedness and a bit of a boost um, can be done. It didn't seem that long ago that it seemed you know, pretty much like climbing up up uphill here in Australia for trans people. It does seem to be changing. So, um, just, you know, push, persist, connect. Um, we can make a difference. All right, I'd better get out and make way for the full Freedom of Species crew coming in to wrap up the um, animale type of year, um, a range of species of a species, a range of species of issues. Does that sound grammatically incorrect? I think it does. But of course, um, the crew are coming in, so let's take it out um, in the spirit of diversity that is out of the pan. Take it out with Stephen Gelman and a track from his um, album Songs of Winter's Cheer, um, and it's a Jewish Christmas. Have a diverse Christmas, everyone. I'm Sally Goldner. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Catch you next year. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.